0: I started a company called DevLifts. We're just helping developers get fit. And it works for people and people are getting fit and they pay for it. So it's valid business. But we want to do so much more. I started really trying to push open source for us because we're a community of developers. Let's build some stuff together. One of the things that we do is like if you make at least one commit a month on one of our projects, we give you your membership for free. Every decision we make goes through the filter of We don't want to always have to be reachable 100% of the time. If we want to take a week off to go on vacation, we want to be able to do that and the business not fall apart. Hey,
1: this is Brian, and you're listening to Jamstack Radio, a bi-weekly series where we discuss the Jamstack, a new way of building websites and apps that are fast, secure, and simple to work with. Jamstack Radio is brought to you by HeavyBit, a program dedicated to helping startups take their developer products to market. For more information, visit heavybit.com. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, or if you'd like to suggest a topic, find us on Twitter at Jamstack Radio. So, welcome to another installment of Jamstack Radio. On the line, we've got JC Hyatt calling from Mississippi. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. So, JC, do you want to sort of introduce yourself, tell us what you're doing today, and uh, sort of why you're on the podcast?
0: Sure. So, I'm a uh, front end engineer. uh, And as you said, I'm from Mississippi, particularly Jackson. I've been here pretty much all my life. Yeah, by day I work as a front end engineer. And by, I guess by night, or I don't know, like on the side or whatever, I um, uh, started a company called Devlifts. And we're just helping developers get fit. And that's kind of what I've been doing just on the side since the end of 2017.
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the listeners are probably thinking, wow, dude, we've really shifted away from the Jamstack and talking about working out. But, uh, the reason why you're here is because DevLifts is a fully Jamstack site. So your entire side project, which is DevLifts. So do you want to explain what DevLifts is and tell us like your stack and how you sort of fell into the Jamstack?
0: Yeah. So like I said, DevLifts is focused on helping developers get fit. The uh, the short version of how we do that is through plans delivered via email and a combination of other things that I can get into in a second uh, every month and also a Slack community. That's at least how we got up and running, and that's kind of how we're still running. And we're just kind of slowly, we only have a few hours a week to work on this. So, so we just kind of slowly, you know, moving on up. In terms of our stack, so a lot of times, at least in my experience, when I talk about Jamstack or hear people talk about Jamstack, a lot of it is uh, usually includes some sort of front-end framework, like a, a React or a View or something. In our case, we're actually kind of even dumber than that. We actually just have static HTML pages with some SAS. And a little bit of jQuery, but where we really kind of, I guess, are utilizing the Jamstack or, or this, these, all these little microservices, all these APIs and stuff, yeah. is really like in how our business runs. It's because we don't even have a backend, but yet we're still able to create new members and, and charges and make sure people get their plans automatically. Because, like I said, we only have a few hours a week, so we heavily rely on Zapier. We use Mailchimp a lot. We use Google. Well, Google Sheets and Google Docs to deliver plans. We use a company called Snipcart for e-commerce for yep. uh, for actually creating the memberships.
1: We've had them on here on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and uh, and then we also uh, we use Stripe obviously for actual charges. And I think. That's most of the major stuff. I'm sure we use some other stuff that I'm I'm drawing a blank on. But that's like that's the core of what keeps DevLess running every day.
1: Yeah. So when you say you have no backend for your business, like is it because it's distributed in all these different services? Like all your charges go to Stripe and Snipcart holds your customer data.
0: Yeah. It's actually call it a mess or call it beautiful. I don't really know. I, it's probably more of a mess. But you know everything actually functions through. You know, uh, Snipcart is the the point of I guess origin or kind of kicking things off, you purchase a plan and then that sends a webhook from Snipcart over to Zapier and says, hey, we got this new charge. And then as long as like it was actually also like, actually I think it's Stripe maybe. It's Snipcart or Stripe, I don't remember. But what we do is we catch that in Zapier and then you know, we go find them in MailChimp, and if they're there or if they're not there, whatever, we create them, we add them to specific groups depending on which plan they picked, so that they're gonna get the right MailChimp automation sequence every month. Yeah. And so yeah, all that kind of kicks off just from that one purchase. So I'm curious,
1: did you start building this whole orchestration of signing people up for workout plans, knowing of the Jamstack and knowing all these different things, or were you just sort of you needed to, need to solve one problem and then you moved on to Snipcart and you need to solve another problem. And you moved on to X and Y.
0: I will say I wasn't really familiar with the term Jamstack when I started this back in October 2017. What I did know was front end. I'm still to this day uh, just not as strong on the back end as I'd like to be. And I've been getting more and more interested in just using things like I've really actually been looking at like AWS Amplify and stuff like that, like trying to figure out as a front end engineer. Can I get other stuff done? That and and just rely on people that yeah. probably are using some best practices or some sensible standards for me. But at the time, no, I, I uh, we actually didn't launch with memberships. We launched with a one-time purchase plan, and at the time, I just threw up the static site, and then I had to figure out. You know, the immediate problem was just let me figure out a way to allow people to check out. Without having to have a backend to process Stripe transactions. And so I had a company called Check that I was using at the time. I think it's Check, C H uh, E C dot I O. I was using them at the time. Uh, and actually, before that, I was using FreshBooks. I was manually sending invoices for every single purchase. Wow. And then we moved on to Check, and then we roll out memberships last summer, and that's when I switched over to Snipcart. Excellent. And you,
1: you mentioned Amplify. You also you mentioned you're in Jackson, Mississippi, too, as well. Uh, our previous guest, uh, episode thirty-two, which is Nader Dabit. I'm not sure if you are familiar with him.
0: Yeah, Nader and I are good friends. We we both run the meetup here. I don't see a ton of them these days because he's always traveling for Amazon.
1: Yeah, I've definitely ran into him on the road twice last year, randomly, uh, within like a month of each other. But yeah, he's definitely pretty popular these days with AWS.
0: Yeah, he's done so much for our community here. He actually started the meetup five or six years ago. It's the only meetup we have. In Central Mississippi for developers, and then he passed it on to me last year, just because of with the new job and stuff. But
1: yeah, and for reference for the listeners who might be in Mississippi, what's the name of the meetup?
0: Jackson Area Web and App Developers. You can look us up online: uh Tech. Excellent. Yeah.
1: So going back to your, your application and like sort of the whole setup, I'm curious since you're using all these different services, like what's the ballpark of your cost as far
0: as orchestrating this uh, this project? Well, I believe it's. Maybe about three hundred bucks a month. We spend fifty dollars for Zapier, which, in my opinion, is a little overpriced for the amount we're using it. Okay, but it also is core to the business, you know, so that's great. We uh, we pay for FreshBooks and uh, we pay our transaction fees for Snip card and Stripe, and I don't even think we're on a paid Mailchimp plan actually, or maybe maybe we are. Maybe the ten dollars one for the automations. I can't remember, but yeah, it's it's very very cheap to operate. Yeah, so $300 and you've been
1: doing this since 2017. So I, my assumption is you're at least breaking even uh, as far as uh, memberships go.
0: Oh yeah, I mean the company's profitable. Uh, we just hit like 3.3k a month right now. Okay. Just in recurring revenue. We're on Indie Hackers if you've heard of that. You can always like look up and see like how good of a month we had. Most of our money honestly to date has been spent just in sponsorships. Yeah. We've heavily sponsored the uh, syntax.fm podcast. That's probably ninety five percent of our customers, honestly, because that's pretty much the only marketing we've really done so far. But that's where you know, usually we just take the money we make and feed it right back into ads. Excellent. Well, I mean, that sounds
1: like a pretty sweet project. As far as like, are you looking to eventually grow this into something very serious? Because I know three k a month is good, and like, I would I would love to have a business on the side that just does one k that's automated and they don't have to like follow up with emails. Yeah. So, is this something you're looking to grow? Like, what are the next steps for? DevLifts and as far as infrastructure, Jamstack, business goes.
0: Yeah, we've we've got a few things going on. So one of the things I started was, I started really trying to push open source for us because we're a community of developers, so like, let's build some stuff together. And so one of the things that we do is, like if you make at least one commit a month on one of our projects, we give you your membership for free. And one of the things that we're working on right now is kind of the big blocker in, for everything else, other plans. Is um, just getting our API up and going. Uh, that's not my strong suit, and so there's a few people who've kind of rose up in the community and said, "Hey, I'll do this and you know get this going." And uh, once that's done, we've really got it planned where we can roll out a React Native app, um, port our site over to Gatsby. We're in the middle of a, a redesign on our site; we the designers working through some stuff right now. So we're going to port our site over to Gatsby, and then I, I say what we've what we've rolled out so far is like it's the embarrassing version. like It's just Google Docs and, and Sheets and everything, and, and and it works for people, and people are getting fit, and they pay for it, so it's a it's valid business. But we want to do so much more, and so that's kind of what's on the radar right now is um, API, a new website, and then a React Native app, so you can actually track the workouts. And then from there, there's a lot of cool things we could do. In terms of scaling the business up, Dad and I are both big proponents of staying really lean, and also not having to like manage employees and stuff like that so every decision we make always goes through the filter of we don't want to always have to be like reachable 100% of the time if we want to take a week off to go on vacation we want to be able to do that and the business not fall apart yeah and also we really don't want to manage people because I've played that game before and I was way more stressed out than I'd like to be when I was managing people when I'm responsible for their payrolls
1: yeah, so can we talk a little bit more about this open source side? I, yeah. I, I assume that it's not open source yet?
0: So everything we do is open source, except, I mean, obviously the, the plans themselves are not open source. Our website is open source. We have a few other repos. We've started like a CLI project where you could log your workouts and your your nutrition and stuff in your terminal. And uh, we have repos for like the Gatsby site and everything, but they're all kind of like these barely started projects because the API is kind of holding everything up right now. And that's really my fault because... I've been crazy busy with my day job, and I just have a few hours a week. So yeah, uh, you, you can go look us up on GitHub, there's just not much to see.
1: Okay. <laughs> Hopefully after this episode, there's going to be uh, a slew of interested developers who want to get fit, but also get a free membership to some workouts. I'm intrigued.
0: Yeah, all you got to do is email me, and uh, and I'll shoot you back a coupon, and you can get your plan for free.
1: Yeah, so zooming out to talk more about your product uh, itself. We try not to focus too much on products, but I think this is pretty relevant for developers who want to get fit, but also interested in contributing code. Mm -hmm. Like, is this product for people who have not lifted or done any workouts prior? Like, how do you sort of gate your customers?
0: Our target customer at first has been the beginner with really no experience. And so sometimes, like, if you are an experienced lifter, we may not be right for you right now. Because we're trying to just ease people into things, Um, that doesn't mean the workouts are easy. But yeah, we also have a premium version where, like, if you have very specific performance goals, you're an athlete, something like that, then you know we can make things very customized to you. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. I mean, I I work at a a nice sized tech company here in the the Bay Area. It's called GitHub, and uh, (laughs) we actually have a a gym in the office, and uh, it gets used pretty regularly. That's awesome. I mean, there's definitely a a range of individuals who uh, attend classes because we do have people who come in and do classes, but also individuals who are just there to work the treadmill. So I could see sorry, I'm like pitching you your product, but your focus being developers, like I could see this thing growing into potentially reaching out to developer companies who potentially might want to have some self directed workouts prepared for uh, employees.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's actually part of our long-term strategy. Not necessarily reaching out in it to sell to those companies, but basically more of a almost like a developer conference role. Where hey, you you as a as a larger company wanting to do good in the industry, like sponsor DevLifts, because we only that and I are only looking to make a certain amount of money like we're not looking to make this into a multi-million dollar company but you know the idea is like hey well then if if a company is sponsoring us their employees get it but then we also give the you know for everyone that signs up from that company we give the next one away on the site for free sponsored by that company and so it's like you're helping other developers in the industry yeah get fit and get their plans for free too so that's kind of like one of our long-term at least possible strategies you know we we make enough money to to do what we love and you know, help the industry and everybody wins really. Yeah, that's good. I've got a couple of
1: different apps like the 100 Push-Up app and all those other 100 things and a couple other individuals who have specific apps that give me workouts. Uh, I don't do those workouts um, but yeah, you can tell by my voice I'm really fit. But uh uh, that's just a joke for the listener. But anyway, I could definitely see myself being pretty intrigued about just understanding, just working on a in general and leveraging my current skill set. So hopefully what I'm getting at, hopefully uh, individuals will check out your repo and find out more information on how they can contribute. Uh, you guys are DevLifts on GitHub, is that correct?
0: Yeah, github.com slash DevLifts. Yeah,
1: and we didn't really touch into your background really much too, like your background being front-end engineering, mm-hmm. uh, but you didn't really talk about your background of like, why working out. Like, where that come from?
0: Yeah. So my, my co-founder, his name is Thad. He's my best friend, and in 2015, he had come back uh, from college and was working for me at the time. And I was just really out of shape, uh, overweight, just not feeling great for for only like 22 years old. And uh, he's a personal trainer, so he got me in shape. And I really like saw a lot of the impact on on even my work and stuff from that. And so back in 2017. Uh, at the beginning of the year I just kind of put it out there, hey, why don't we do this for other developers? And we kind of thought about it, talked about it a little bit, talked to some developers at the meetup and stuff. And you know, it seemed like something that, that there was at least a need for. And then that was very much validated when we launched.
1: Cool. And then I totally one more question and then we'll transition the jam picks. Yeah. Do you have any advice? I know you'd mentioned any hackers, but any advice and places people could look into if they want to build a company on the Jam stack, uh, maybe get started with some services.
0: Yeah, I have really been looking into, like I said, um, AWS Amplify. There's a lot of cool stuff going on there. I haven't had a chance to really put anything in production with it, but the amount of stuff that you can do from the CLI they have in terms of just getting a database up and going and with uh, users and with permissions and, you know, getting a GraphQL API, all that stuff is like pretty incredible. And then I would say check out Gatsby if you are interested in React at all. You don't even necessarily have to know React to dig in. The uh, Gatsby docs are awesome, and you, you sort of learn the basics of React as you go through the Gatsby tutorial in their docs. So I uh, highly recommend starting there. And leverage things like Zapier, because that's another thing is, as engineers, we might tend to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And if your goal is to learn, go for it. But if your goal is to... Get a profitable business and really get something out there as quickly as possible and see if you, it actually makes money. Yeah, definitely look into things and leveraging things that are already out there, even if they're not exactly how you would build it. Excellent. That's my advice, at least. Cool. And then, for
1: reference, too, for our listeners, if you're curious and going back to episode 14, uh, that's our episode. We had the Snipcart founders come on and talk about uh, pitching Jamstack to customers. So, check that out if you're interested. So with that being said, I'm going to transition ourselves to picks. These are jam picks, things that are keeping us going. It could be food, movie, technology related. And JC, do you want to go
0: first? Yeah, so I have two picks. Uh, First off, I just got back from a much overdue vacation. My wife and I, and Thad, actually went out to San Diego. I had a powerlifting meet out there, and then we just made a vacation out of it, stayed for like 10 days. And man, that place is incredible. So I don't know, maybe someone else has been there or lives there and is like, it's not that great. But to me, coming from Mississippi, like it was incredible. Weather's perfect, so many things to do. Everyone's really nice. So I really uh, highly recommend checking out San Diego. I I instantly started uh, looking at uh, available jobs in the area. I was like, hmm, I could definitely move out here. And then uh, also, there's a new Netflix, I think it's new, Netflix show called You. My wife and I watched that while we were on vacation. And great show. So I, I highly recommend that. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's definitely more of like kind of an anti hero story, sort of a psychopath, but it's great. I don't want to spoil anything. So I feel like if I say anything else, I'm going to spoil it. Okay. But yeah, those are my picks.
1: Well, we'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm a big fan of those Netflix series. Uh, I'm actually getting on a flight tonight to go to the Dominican Republic for Pi Caribbean, the conference, unrelated to Jamstack, but. Uh, I tend to save all my Netflix shows on my phone and watch them offline on the plane. Mm. So that's usually how I catch up because I hardly watch TV at home. But let me talk about my picks. Uh, one pick that I do want to mention is Gatsby Templates. You mentioned Gatsby, uh, but Gatsby Templates, within their docs, they have like these pre-built templates where you can just like drop in content. And one, yeah, you probably should look at the docs and make sure you understand how it's working, but literally, you just deploy this thing and you have like one-click deploy um Buttons for Netlify, uh, have that thing live and ready to go, and just replace the copy and sort of figure out Gatsby. So like, it's so sweet. Yeah. So I actually, so I'm working on another podcast, which I'll mention in a few weeks. But we threw that up on a Gatsby site. It was super easy. Just found the template I liked, sort of adjusted it to the different CSS and style that I actually preferred, because I think the template is pretty generic. But I purposely picked a generic template so I could just do my CSS. But didn't have to worry about sort of hooking up anything. And because I know React, it just just worked. Within the first few moments when I deployed it, so my next pick is actually going to be sourdough. I pick a lot of food picks, and I've been doing a lot of bread making recently, and just got into sourdough starters. So I recently started my seven-day process of doing a sourdough starter uh, a couple weeks ago, and made my first sourdough roll, and went into like a whole deep YouTube. Uh, so I have a very small child, so I tend to watch a lot of YouTube while I have to sort of watch watch her grow in my arms. And, uh, well, watch your sleep basically. And uh, so I was just learning about sourdough. So my second pick is Sourdough, which is s o u r d o.com. And this is a place where you can get packets of sourdough starters from different countries. Oh, Um, nice. I didn't realize there's like a different process of how to start sourdough. Like everybody knows, at least in the States, know about sourdough, San Francisco sourdough. But I, I found out that most sourdough that we buy from the store is actually not sourdough, it's just like bread with vinegar put in it to make it sour so the proper sourdough is actually not sour if you do it right. So I learned that, but I kind of messed up my first loaf. But that's another another thing. So I found out like the proper process to like whenever I go travel, put it in the fridge and then like reactivate it. So yeah, I highly recommend if you're into making anything as far as food-related or if you just want to take a break. I know your break is probably working out. My break is literally making food, and that's how I take my long breaks away from looking at code. So definitely check out those two things, sourdough starters, the search sourdough on YouTube, and you'll learn everything you
0: need to know. I have to ask: Is that the podcast that you're coming out with? No, it's not.
1: It's not a bread making <laughs> podcast. Now it's actually another dev related podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> but I probably should start doing some like videos or something like that. And um, so I didn't mention, but my my sourdough, I put to, way too much salt by accident. I took a recipe that was too too big, so I cut it in half. Everything except the salt, and uh, yeah, it was a big salty mess. But I still ate it um, because you got to live once, right? I'm going to go start the uh, the Sour Bro podcast. <laughs> sour Bro. All right, that's taken. <laughs> I just I just registered that domain. So with that being said, let me go get that site up and running. And JC, thanks for chatting about DevLifts. Uh, I'm really excited about this project. Probably going to check it out and sign up um, pretty shortly, so you'll see my email coming through. And listeners, keep spreading the jam. That's all the time we have for today. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, or if you'd like to suggest a topic, find us on Twitter, at Jamstack Radio. To learn more about Heavybit, visit heavybit.com. And while you're there, check out their library. It's packed with amazing talks on sales, marketing, product, and general management from founders of developer tools companies and other industry leaders.